Hello, my fellow undomesticated women. How are you? Greetings to all the women around the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be around the world today. How are you doing? Are you ready for today's convo and rant? Well, ladies, got a new topic for you today, this Sunday. As always, I encourage you all to tune in every Sunday Central Standard Time at 11.30 a.m. A new episode of The Undomesticated Woman drops every week. So make sure you tune in. You can also follow me at The Undomesticated Woman on Instagram or Tunyataria Health on Instagram. And you can tap that link. It'll take you right to your favorite app of choice that you can listen to the Undomesticated Woman podcast. Today, 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 I'm asking the question, do you have the superwoman complex? Hmm. Deep thoughts on that one. What do you think? Whenever I think of the superwoman, you know, complex, the first thing that comes to mind is this woman running around helter skelter like a crazy person because she's always got something to do for someone and be someplace other than where she is. So let's start from there. You know, the superwoman complex has become something that's as time has gone by, has become so, so toxic. And it's really a myth. There is no one on the face of the planet who can be everything to everyone, be everywhere, do for every person on the planet. It's just not possible. And I don't know why, you know, we women allow ourselves to be conditioned into that kind of bondage. And I don't know why, you know, so much of society and media, even in 2021, continue to perpetuate that myth. I mean, come on, people, let's get real. There is no way to do anything to any degree of excellence in every category. It's just not possible. No one is that perfect. No one is that superhuman, if you will. I mean, none of us are God. None of us are robots, AI that's capable of, you know, computing multiple um, complex equations and doing everything everywhere. Um, even physicians and neurologists have spoken to um, the whole issue of even multitasking, which is, you know, a huge component of that whole superwoman complex thing anyway. And it speaks to the fact that um, it's very, very unhealthy. And it has a tendency to erode your mental well, not just your mental well-being, but the biological structures within your brain as well. In other words, there is nothing healthy about multitasking. You know, a lot of us working in the, you know, current um, structures and organizations and um, institutions, wherever we work, you know, all encourage, you know, you go to any 
thing like Indeed and, you know, and all these um, for hire programs and platforms, they all have this multitasking, which in my view, it really means able to be enslaved in multiple ways. That's what multitasking is. Because I'll never forget, my mom, my grandparents used to say, you know, you can't be, you know, jack of all trades. You know, jack of all trades, master of none. And it is true. Because when you split yourself and divide yourself into all these crazy, crazy, crazy spaces and pieces trying to do multiple things for multiple people, multiple places... It just, the quality just takes a huge dive down. And so the quality of whatever you bring to the table has been so diluted, it's of no real value. And you end up sacrificing your health on all levels. And yet we continue to perpetuate this myth like it's a good thing. There's nothing good about superwoman complex and don't talk about the super the superwoman complex when you're speaking to the lived experiences of women of color that's a whole nother level of crazy because you get into issues of um you know racial discrimination you know and structural racism institutionalized racism and that's a whole nother ball of ugly Bottom line, the superwoman complex is very toxic. It's very unhealthy. And it does nothing positive for you. And this is one of the few times that you'll actually hear me speak to the the whole notion of even of say of absolutes, you know, of that kind of generalization. Because you know, people can say all they want that oh, being able to multitask, you know, is a skill. There's nothing skillful about um, multitasking. It's dangerous. And even I can give you a very good example in healthcare. You know, even where, you know, hiring managers and HR and all these people, you know, pr- claim that they want people who are able to work in high stress environments and ability to multitask. That's all BS. That's bullshit. Because when you're dealing with life and death situations, particularly, um, say, for instance, you are a nurse or a physician or um, like me, you work in the on the hospital laboratory side, multitasking can lead to people dying. When you have so many tasks that you're trying to accomplish at the same time, the incidence of of um, error climbs up tremendously and it's almost exponential in terms of the possibility and room for error when you call yourself multitasking so think about that in terms of you know you as a woman you doing all these things that you think that you have to do in order to be validated as a human being in order to be validated as a woman uh, or you're a good woman or you you know you're the epitome of femininity by being able to spin on this hamster wheel going nowhere by the way because you're split in so many different directions that 
all of the skills, all of the gifts, all of the things that you able, that you bring to the table that you're doing for the betterment of family, etc., etc., that has become so diluted that you know, I hate to say worthless, but in a sense it is actually worthless because you don't get to live your life. You don't see your life. You don't connect with those people that matter in your life, not in any real meaningful moment by moment way, because you're so busy trying to be in multiple places at multiple times that you don't even appreciate the moment that you're actually operating in. So you constantly are fighting and striving to be somewhere at a different time other than where you're at. And so you lose the ability to connect with yourself and the things and people that matter to you. And, you know, isn't that kind of the whole point? This mythological superwoman is, you know, is really aiming for connection and to be able to, you know, be fulfilled and all of that. It's a it's a vicious cycle because it's not even possible because you're doing all this shit trying to please everybody, trying to be there for everything and everyone that you're not even there. You know, you're like smoke. You know, people get a whiff of you and you're already, you've already moved on. And the sad thing about it is this is, is the case even for your own self. You don't, you you know, self-care, you know, what is that? That's like, that's that's almost like a foreign language at that point that's like a fantasy and a lot of this when you even talk about it yourself is that you know typical things you know from the superwoman oh i don't have time for that oh i'm so busy oh let me check my schedule when you're checking schedule just for even for family members you know you have to schedule in dinner or you have to schedule in intimacy with your significant other those are red flags ladies that's a problem or you're so freaking tired that you're you know you you're trying to decide hmm do i eat or do i sleep those are problematic so when you think of this whole you know superwoman complex it really prevents women from fully enjoying their professional accomplishments and you know the independence the autonomy that should go with them because where you know wherever you are you're constantly feeling like like you need to be in some place else or like you need to be doing something else so you're never satisfied you're never fulfilled you're always anxious you know and in a state of constant angst and um you know let me just give you like you know a couple of examples ask yourself is it does any of this apply to you do you frequently or regularly have instances where you're like having bouts of irritability or you're unable to sleep or even you're sleeping too much what about you know, issues with, you know, memory, uh, uh, memorizing things or remembering things, places, things, dates, things you need to do. 
or feeling constantly tense, you know, like your shoulders, like your body is constantly, you know, feeling like in a state of tension where everything is tight in your body. What about that? Or you're constantly feeling anxious. You you know, your heart is racing or your mind is racing or you're feeling overwhelmed. Um, what about, you know, you, you, you know, you're sweating profusely and we're not talking about like, you know, the change, you know, like you're premenopausal or menopausal or whatever, but I'm talking about, you know, like, you know, that kind of sweating that you get sometimes with, when you, with anxiety, that kind of thing, or you just feeling just out of sorts in your body, you know, you're feeling lethargic or, you know, you just feel, um, almost like you kind of have the flu or achy kind of a thing. Those are all symptoms of the superwoman complex and you find all kinds you're trying to and then you layer that with all kinds of uh temporary remedies you know you find yourself either you know trying to unwind with a glass of wine or two or some other kind of um mood uh altering beverage you know which is unhealthy because when you start relying on those kind of things other than actual self-care that's problematic and that takes you into a whole nother realm of ugly too you start um you know because what i call that is you know using unhealthy mechanisms to uh prop up a unsustainable lifestyle and that's what that superwoman complex is it's unsustainable and anything typically anything that's unsustainable is un in unhealthy in some kind of way you look at how we treat our environment you know with um either overfishing um for use of the land where the land loses its ability to nourish what you plant and so in order to uh, put a band-aid on that you start using things like um, chemicals um, synthetic chemicals to either enhance the soil or you start modifying and playing with the biology of the plant life that you're growing in order to compensate for what you've stripped from the soil because you've misused and mistreated it. The same thing applies or is mirrored in your life as a human being when you adopt this quote-unquote superwoman uh, complex, this superwoman way of living. It's unsustainable. It's super unhealthy. There is nothing good you can you know claim about it and the sad thing about it is that society and culture because of the power um, strictures and um, an imbalance of power and um, I want to say you know inequities within our cultures and societies across the globe to varying degrees and I'm speaking of things like patriarchy discrimination um, gender inequity, things of that nature that shift um, the balance of power in favor of one group over another, that just exacerbates everything. And when you have those kind of mechanisms in place in society and they're baked in and, you know, highlighted and amplified, 
it worsens the state, you know, that kind of superwoman mindset. And that's why I speak a lot of, you know, breaking the domestication, breaking the conditioning, because I'm talking about us reclaiming our power and autonomy as human beings, not just as women, but as human beings. And you do that through self-care because self-care forces you to break free and awaken one to your state, to the condition you're in. And two, it forces you to find the pathway to what? Self-development and empowerment. And when you begin to make those connections with yourself, when you reach in, you expand. And that expansion, by extension, causes you to break free of that kind of uh, indoctrination, conditioning, and mindset. Why? Because now you've gained regained your power, you're standing in your power, you've reclaimed who you are as an individual, as a human being, as a woman. And, you know, I've said it before in, you know, other episodes of The Undomesticated Woman where, you know, there, you know, there's always going to be pushback from those who have benefited from your loss of power, for your, you know, giving up of your power. So when you reclaim your power, when you begin to take all of that back, all those parts of yourself, that's going to be pushback, baby. I can tell you that now. Um, It's a journey. And I always say, girl, take the red pill or get back on the hamster wheel. There is no in-between. And that's why self-care is a radical, um, real self-care is a radical process and it's a radical state of being. And it's usually something that um, you have to consciously lay hold of. And it's always a journey because the growth process is never you know, truly straightforward. Um, You know, you have to learn to navigate your spaces depending on your culture and, you know, the forces that were, are in operation within your culture. You have to find creative ways to navigate those spaces, even as you empower yourself, because you have to also consider your own safety as a woman, Um, And I'm not just talking about safety mentally and emotionally, spiritually. I'm also talking about your physical safety. Um, Things like what is going on um, uh, uh, in your society, in your culture, politically, your environment, things of 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 that nature comes into play too. So none of this happens in a vacuum. And that's what, you know... I want to make clear, self-care does not operate in a vacuum. Um, It is a process, it is dynamic, and is very transformative. And it is so worth it. And, you know, I cannot sit in in judgment of anybody that says, okay, they're going to stay in the status quo. Because for some people, they have made their own, Some for some women, they have made the calculation that life is more comfortable for them 
to remain in the state that they're in rather than to reclaim their power and their health. So they've decided to sacrifice themselves on the altar of other people's expectations. I'm not one of those. Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, burned it, and buried it. That's not me. Um... And it shouldn't be acceptable for anybody, but, you know, to each her own. And so when I speak to the whole, you know, superwoman complex, what that involves, you know, it, it's it's a real thing. It's very toxic. It's, you know, as you know, and in some ways it's um, similarly toxic as toxic as toxic positivity where, you know, Basically, you're told to grin and bear it and put a happy face on it despite the pain and anguish that's um, boiling beneath the surface. There's nothing positive or uplifting about that. I always have a problem when people say, you know, good vibes all the time. You know, there was a time actually I used to say it unconsciously without consciously um, recognizing that it was toxic because it was just, you know, a phrase. And I, in my mindset, I was thinking, you know, lift yourself up in a, you know, as positive, you know, in a positive way, despite your difficulties. And, you know, on further, you know, thinking on it, I'm like, no, there's something wrong with that. You erase people's experiences and pain and journey and trauma when you tell them to shut up and grin and bear it and put a positive face on it or they, you know, they don't hear, they can't hear anything negative or, you know, just put a positive spin on it. There's something dangerous about that. And it's something that perpetuates trauma, wounding, and, um, bitterness and all things that are toxic and inhuman and ultimately um, inhumane and when I look at you know I've had this discussion with other women we've talked about you know online especially on clubhouse facebook you know instagram online offline whatever you want to call it where we've had that discussion about you know the superwoman complex is it's a trap it's a trap. It's part of that whole thing of living on the altar of other people's expectations because you're constantly, why are you doing that? Why are you cutting yourself into so many disparate place, uh, pieces that you don't even know where you end and where you begin? That's a sad thing. You're like smoke. You have no form, no boundary, no, you know, no sacred space. Nothing about you is sacred because so you are so displaced and so, you know, spread out. You know, you heard that. You know, you've heard that term. You know, spreading yourself too thin. Yeah, it's like you have a. It's like you have a slice of bread, and you take a pat of butter, and you spread it so thin. You can't even taste the butter anymore. You know? And so you're kind of like, okay, so what was the whole point of putting butter on this bread anyway? I mean, I can't even taste it. It's spread so thin. 
Now, that's not to say that, you know, women are bred, you know, you know where I'm going with this, people. That's not what I'm saying. But you get where I'm going, you know, the picture I'm trying to help you create here. Bottom line, spread too thin, burning the candle at both ends is destruction and it's toxic and nobody benefits. Ultimately, nobody benefits from it. Not even the people you were doing it for, you know, so you kind of like, okay, what was the whole point of that? You know, mm. you know, at the end of the day, you look at your, you know, you look at your, your life, you look back on your life and you're like, all right, okay, so I sacrificed my entire time on this earth in service to what again? You know, and you have nothing to show for it, at least on the inside, you don't. You've run yourself ragged. Your health has suffered tremendously. You've aged way beyond your years. And that's one of the things, you know, while, you know, all these uh, cosmeceutical and pharmaceutical industries are pushing um, all these um, anti-aging, quote unquote, um, cosmeceuticals. One of the major things that ages you is bad health, stress overwhelm you want to get rid of you know you want to look more youthful and you know um your plec your complexion you know shiny and dewy or glowing get rid of the stress the overwhelm throw that superwoman out the freaking door burn that girl you know, be done with it. I don't mean burn her in, you know, real terms. You get what I mean. You you get where I'm going here. Get rid of that whole superwoman mindset. It's toxic. It's debilitating. It ages you beyond your years. You think you have no time now? Huh. <laughs> Wait until you finish all this uh, superwoman flying up and down, doing all kinds of crazy things. And then looking, look up, you know, finally look up and what? 30 years of your life have gone by. 30, 40, 50 years of your life have gone by and you haven't lived a damn way at all. All the dreams, the things you thought about doing when you were younger or, you know, when you felt like you had more freedom or, you know, just, you know, you thought you'd be in a different place. All that scribbling and scrambling with this as a superwoman that took you all over the place. And you never got to see or do what you were truly meant to do. You were never truly, if you're honest with yourself, fulfilled. And honestly, I will say this. Um, just by observation and, you know, experience as um, a child looking in on um, the parents' um, life and... Um, relationships that whole emptiness part of that emptiness syndrome is attributed to that 
a lot of women, especially, you know, my, my, over my generation and even my generation were conditioned, I mean, literally entrenched. And if you come from, like I've said before, if you come from a culture that's very traditional, very patriarchal, um, steeped in cultural traditions, you know, of very strict um, gender roles and, you know, duties and things of that nature um, based on, you know, female, male kind of... um, situation oh my gosh does it even get even more into the weeds and so I say all of this to help you see if you are if any of this resonates with you you are living on that altar of other people's expectations you are classic superwoman you are suffering from that and girl, you it's time to break free. You got to free yourself, girl. You got to free yourself. You literally have to free yourself from that because that will take you nowhere but an unfulfilled and unhealthy life. And there's really no negotiation when it comes to your health and well-being because your health and your well-being is tied to the health and well-being of those you love and who love you. So having said that, this is Tonya from the Undomesticated Woman podcast telling you, girl, do you suffer from the superwoman complex? It's time to get free, break free. Tune in to the next episode of the Undomesticated Woman podcast every Sunday at 11:30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Tune in till next time where we'll have another fun episode. Look forward to all the upcoming guests that will be on the show coming soon to an episode near you. Till next time, girls. Bye-bye.